Kut HaSicha is Chelek Yudalad, Sicha of Rosh Hashanah, in Chassidus Sicha, explaining the ideas of Rosh Hashanah, especially Rosh Hashanah Shachal Liyiz B'Shabbos, which is the Kviyas of this year, the year that the Sicha was said, and the year that we are learning the Sicha together. This year, Tavshin Pei Aleph, when Rosh Hashanah will be, the first year Rosh Hashanah is on Shabbos. And in this Sicha, we'll underscore and emphasize the uftu, the greatness of Yantiv, of Yantiv Sheni, of the fact that we blow Shoifer only on the second day of Rosh Hashanah. Yantiv Sheni shal Rosh Hashanah chaluk bi Yantiv Sheni shal shara yamim tevim b'shaychusei li Yantiv Arishin u'le'etzem teichonei v'inyoni shalachag. The second day of Rosh Hashanah and its relationship with the first day of Rosh Hashanah is different than the second day of other Yom Tevim and their relation to the first day of their Yom Tev. In other words, Pesach, Sukkot, Shavuos, each in Chutz Laaretz have a Yom Tev Sheni and it's a Hemshech of Yom Tev Rishin, but the relationship between the Yom Tev Sheni and Yom Tev Rishin is different than Yom Tev Sheni Shal Rosh Hashanah and Yom Tev Rishin Shal Rosh Hashanah. And one of the ways we see this is in halacha, which in halacha all yidn are equal, meaning to say, even though in the various different levels of pshat and remesh, drush and sod of understanding Torah, there is different le- there is different levels in understanding and therefore different levels between people. In halacha, everyone is equal. Everyone is obligated in the same halacha. So the halacha is. That something which is born or laid or milked on the first day of Rosh Hashanah is also to be used also on the second day. Meaning to say, generally speaking, something that is born on Yantiv is also on Yantiv. So if something is, uh, an egg is laid on Yantiv morning, the first day of Yantiv in the morning, that afternoon you can't use it. Because it's nailed be yamtiv. But once you wait till the second day of yamtiv, then you could use it because it's a maman of shach. If the first day, the whole reason why we're observing the second day of yamtiv is misat seikid because we don't know which day is really the first day of yamtiv. So if the first day of yamtiv is the real day of yamtiv, then by the second day it's already chelamayid or, 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 or it's not yamtiv anymore. If the first, if the second day is yamtiv, then the first day was out of yamtiv. And if the first day was Erev Yamtiv, then there's nothing wrong with enjoying that which was laid or milked or born on Erev Yamtiv. So in a regular Yamtiv, something which is born, Neila der Nechlav, on Yim Aleph der Rosh Yim Aleph der Yamtiv, could be used on Yim Beis der Yamtiv. But on, on Rosh Hashanah, that's not the Halacha. The Hatam Bozehu, and the reason is, the Fisha Beis Yamim der Rosh Hashanah, Him Kiyem Echad Aruch, because Alpi Halacha, the two days of Yom Tiv are considered one long day and therefore anything that was born on Yom Aleph to Rosh Hashanah or Neila to Nechlev and Yom Aleph to Rosh Hashanah is still Aser on Yom Beis to Rosh Hashanah. Especially according to Chassidus, the East of the Lukut HaTeira, where we learn in Lukut HaTeira, Allah Pasuk, Yechayenu Miyayimayim on the Pasuk, that Yechayenu Miyayimayim, that He will bring us life from the two days so the Kutatayda explains the Yemayim in Beis Yavim Shor Hashanah that Yemayim refers to the two days of Rosh Hashanah. Ki Rosh Hashanah le'elam Beis Yavim Rosh Hashanah will always is always two days. Afilu bizman shoyim ekatshin al piyareiya. Even though in that time, the time of the Beis Hamikdash, when the new month was renewed, was Mekudish according to the sighting of the moon, and then, and then. You made Rosh Chedesh, you made a new month based on two Adam that saw a new Levana, Rosh Hashanah, which means the new Tishrei was still two days. The Rosh Chedesh or the Rosh Hashanah of Tishrei was still two days. And that's Pshati Chayenu Miyemayim, that Yachayis comes from Yemayim, from the two days of Rosh Hashanah, which Rosh Hashanah is always two days. It's explained in Lukut HaTera. On both days of Rosh Hashanah, there is Aliyah Sa'ilamis. Aliyah Sa'ilamis means that the worlds go back up to their source. 
In other words, during the year, Elam, the world recognizes, identifies itself as an independent entity from the Ruchnis, even though its source is a Lukus, but it, it doesn't recognize it or it presents itself as an independent entity. And Rosh Hashanah, there's Aliyah Salamis. The Elamis go back up to nullify themselves and recognize that their Mitzias is a Mitzias of a Lukus. And then when we blow Shefer, we bring down Kabbalah Samalchus and we bring down the worlds back here, that they should once again be, see themselves as the, the independent entity at, with the Malchus, with the kingship of the Epshter. So this Aliyah Sa'ilumis is not just the first day of Rosh Hashanah until we blow Shefer the first time, but the Kuratayis explains that Aliyah Sa'ilumis takes place on both days of Rosh Hashanah. On the first day of Yom Tev, the Aliyah of Rosh Hashanah, the Aliyah Sa'ilumis is Bukhinis Pnimius, which means that the worlds are entirely bottled, they're entirely removed from their identity, and totally nichlil, totally elevated into elokus from above. And the second day is Bechinus Chitzenius, which basically means that, that the worlds begin to see themselves as an, as an entity, just they recognize that their entity is really an entity of elokus. In other words, they begin to come back down, back to the world. It's not as uh, removed from the world as it is Biyayim Aleph. How they move on is that, but it's understood from this, from the fact that whether it's Pnimius or Chitzenius, both days is Aliyah Sa'ilamis. It's understood that Shabbat Yom and Rosh Hashanah Minyan Achad. Aliyah Sa'ilamis. That both days of Rosh Hashanah, both are the same idea. Aliyah Sa'ilamis, the elevation of the worlds into Alakus above. It's just that there's two different details, Pnimius and Chitzenius. On day one, it's entirely removed from its identity. And on day one, it begins to recognize an identity, but still recognizing the Alokus that is sustaining it. Therefore, it's called Pchinus Chitzenius because it's not as strong of a bitl, but it's still Aliyah Salamis. And therefore, it's still the two days of Rosh Hashanah are both the same idea, which is consistent with the halachic idea of Yem Echad Aruch. So now we understand that Yom Tev Sheni Shal Rosh Hashanah is much deeper connected to Yom Tev Rishon Shal Rosh Hashanah than Yom Tev Sheni of other Yom Tevim to their first day. Now this connection that we have between the first, second day of Rosh Hashanah and the first day of Rosh Hashanah and to the whole idea, the whole concept of Rosh Hashanah, which is Ali Asa'ilamis and Kabbalah Samalchus, as we'll see, is Nikeresum Mizbatas V'yeser Se'ez, is even more recognized and even more expressed Bikviyas to Shanazu in the Kviyas of this year, Kishayamtus Rosh Hashanah Chaliyas Peshabis, when the first day of Rosh Hashanah falls on Shabbos, Kidil Kaman as follows. So, this idea that the two days are connected because they both engender the same concept of Aliyah Sa'ilamis, this is seen even more in the Kviyas of this year when, when Rosh Hashanah begins on Shabbos. And in order to explain this, we have to first explain what is truly the idea of Rosh Hashanah. In Rosh Hashanah we say, this is the day, the beginning of your work, of your handiwork. But the fact that it says, your maisim, Move on, it's understood that this day, the day of Rosh Hashanah, is not only the beginning of the creation of mankind, which we know that Adam Arishan was created in Rosh Hashanah, which Rosh Hashanah was the sixth day of Sheshis and Ebreshis. Rosh Hashanah is the beginning, is the, the words we'll use in a moment, the renewal of everything. Even those things that were created in the first five days of Briya Sa'ilam, before Adam Rishon was created, are also renewed, are also on Rosh Hashanah. And as is explained at length in the many 
מהמורים נכסידס עבר ראש השנה. היינו, שאין אקספליינס, שהסחדשוס הבריאה שבר ראש השנה, the renewal of creation on ראש השנה, is not something unique to Adam, to mankind. Meaning to say, what happens on Rosh Hashanah? Rosh Hashanah, the world is renewed. Whatever, all the highest elements and everything that comes down from Elokos into the world is nishadish, is renewed on Rosh Hashanah. But this is not something that's unique to the, to the Adam, to the, to the person, to the Medaber. Vihishatus happens for the entire world, everything that's in this world and everything that's in the previous worlds, the higher worlds, everything that's in the entire Sadhishtaus is renewed every year. Vim calls that, and nevertheless, although other things are being renewed, even things that are not directly part of the Adam, when are they renewed? They are renewed on the day that Adam on the day that mankind is being renewed. In other words, you would think that the things that were renewed, that were created on Yom Aleph, things that were created on Yom Beis, will be renewed on the same day that they were created the first time around. So he says, no, the schatzos of the entire Bria, the Bria of this world and the Bria of the worlds before this one are all the schadosh an Rosh Hashanah all renewed on Rosh Hashanah, the day that Adam, the, that mankind, is renewed. And the reason for this is, what is the reason that the Ischachos of the entire Bria happens on Rosh Hashanah? Is because, Tachlis kola ishtalshus, ve'ha'ilomis, ve'ha'tzimtzumim, ve'ha'misochim, ve'ha'parsois, the purpose of all everything that it took place in the build-up to this world, say that I the 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 spiritual worlds, the tzimtzumim, the contractions, the mesachim, the covers, or the or the the curtains, the parsois, and all different terminologies and chesudos for the various different stages that elokus that the that the godly light goes through in order to reach this world and to create this world and to sustain this world. All of this, this whole process, is all for one reason. This is all for one purpose, for one tachlis. Because the Abishter has a taiva, a desire, that there should be a dira betachtainim. A dwelling place for Elokos, a dwelling place for Hashem, for the atzmus of Hashem, for the essence of Hashem in this lowest of all worlds. Ubeizin yonim bazeh. And there's two details in this. When we say that the Abishta has a taiva, there's two aspects to this. Aleph, one aspect, something which we can't know and comprehend. Why? The reason, why does the Abishta want a dirabatahtainim? That, that we can't know. There's no reason for it. It's beyond any reason. It's only because this is what the Abishter desired. As explained in the famous Hemshech of Rosh Hashanah, the expression of the Alter Rebbe, if a taive is kinkasha. You can't ask a question on a desire. Someone wants something, desires something, there's a deep internal yearning, desire for something, doesn't always have an explanation. Doesn't always make sense. You can't explain it. This kavana, the purpose of Diribatahtainim is beyond any reason. So when we say what we're saying is that there's two aspects. Aspect number one is something that we don't know. We can't comprehend the reason for it. Why does the Abister have this taiva? We don't know. This taiva is lemaila mitam is beyond reason. Base. The second aspect is something that we What we do know is what is the taiva? What is the desire? What does he want? The purpose and intent 
of the creation of the world. The Abister wanted a dwelling place in this lowest world. The Abister wanted that Atzmus the essence of Hashem, the highest level of Alakus of Abister, should be able to be to dwell, to live, to be in this lowest of all worlds. So why he why he want, want this, we don't know. But what he wants, we do know that it should be a dirbatahtain. But based on this, if you're telling me that the whole purpose of creation is in order for the Abisha to have a Dirbatahtainim, a dayin ainomuzberes, tahlisi savusam shall call elumisalyanim. What is the purpose of all the previous, the higher worlds? Why were they created? The Abishar could have just created the lowest of all creations, namely this world, Bilvad. And they will be a dwelling place for Hashem. Why do we need all the Elam If the Abishar wants a Dirabitahtainim, let him create Tahtainim. Let him create the lowest world, skip all the previous worlds, and the Abishar is, is, is omnipotent. The Abishar can do anything. So why does he need all the other worlds? He wants a dirbe tachtenim and create a tachtenim, and then have a dirbe in it. Va'abir baza yesh What's the explanation? Why does the Abish to create all of the elements of the higher worlds, the previous spiritual worlds, before creating this lowest of all worlds? If all he wants is a dirbe tachtenim, because it's saying the kavanasa yisbar echaisa, the will and intent of Hashem is. Not only that his dwelling should be in this lowest of all worlds, what Hashem wanted was that the lowest creations, meaning the creations of this lowest world, they are the ones that should create and make the dira for the Abish of the dwelling for Hashem. It should happen through their work and through their toil. I should really say our work and our toil because we are those and this is only possible if before the creation of this world it is preceded by the entire Seder Ishtashulus and all of the previous worlds and the, great, the gradual uh, 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 descent from above to below it's actually a more lengthy uh, discussion in Chassidus and to give a very brief uh, a glimpse into what, what he's saying here he's saying like this if we didn't need Aveda Samata if we didn't need the person's involvement the human's involvement in this then you would be right the Abisha could create a world and build himself a house in this world and live in it but since the whole purpose of is that the Abishta wanted the Adam Hatachtin the human being in this world to create a Dirabetachtinim then what he has to do is he has to elevate this world and make it more spiritual, more holy, better, in order for it to be a dirbetachtenim. Now, if there was no gradual process to create this world, there was just a jump from atzmus or from till then what would the person be elevating to? The person doesn't have the power to elevate from the lowest world, skip all of the higher worlds and go straight to the highest of, of the highest level. Because the Aveda Samata, the person, because he's a limited person, can only go step by step. So in order for the for for the for the Mata, for the Adamatahtin to be able to change this world, they need, he needs, or we need this gradual process in order to go back up. So in order for us to go back up in a gradual process, we had to be created in a gradual process. So, in other words, if the Abishtah can go from 100 to 1 in one step, we can't do that. We have to go from 1 to 2 to 3 to 4. And therefore the Abishtah created the world with 100 steps, so that when we have to go back up, we can go from 1 to 2 to 3, etc. So what we see from over here, is that 
The fact that the Abishter created the old Elu Misalyanim is because his Kavanim, Dinibetachtainim, is that the Mata, the Odumatacht, and the person in this world is, should be the one to make this Dinibetachtainim. And that's what it means, Tachlis Kalishtauslos, where we said, we said uh, the second paragraph of this column, Tachlis Kalishtauslos, Vailomis, Vatimsumim, Vukulu, Khtesh, Savailomis, Atachtim. That everything that happened before is because of this world, because I yes, that the Amishta was Nasava did a Betachtinim, and did a Betachtinim can only happen by the Tachtin, and the Tachtin needs. All of these elements in order to elevate the mata. Therefore, the Abishta created everything. So everything that the Abishta created is all part of the process of Dini Betachtenim. And now we can understand what it means that Rosh Hashanah is That not only the person the creation of the human being is renewed on Rosh Hashanah. Everything that was created in the six days of creation is all renewed on Rosh Hashanah. The whole purpose of everything that was created in the six days of creation is so that the mankind should be able to create a with it, with them. So they are renewed and the person is renewed. Because the person is the main element and purpose of why they were created. Until we renew the person, there's no reason to renew anything else. Because the whole reason for existence is only the person. So once the person is renewed, everything gets renewed with it. Even though the first time around, when Hashem created the world the first time, also everything was being created for the person. They weren't created at the same moment that Adam was created. But they were created beforehand. In other words, if we're only renewing something when the Adam is renewed, because everything was created for the Adam, then why the first time around was everything created before the Adam? At that time, the first time around, they were created as a preparation. And to, get, to create an ability for their ultimate purpose, which is the Adam. The purpose of their creation was that later, when the person was created and Adam was created, he should find everything ready and prepared for his Aveda. So we, Hashem wanted that when Adam arrives to this world, everything should be ready to go. That he could start right away, he could start his Aveda of Dinabatahtainim. But once, but later on, in the following years, when we are not creating it for the first time, but we are renewing it each year, year after year, especially after Matantera, which at this point, the person is already involved in the Aveda, especially after Matantera, when by Matantera there became, it became more possible to fuse together Maila and Mata, as we know that the Xeda of that the above can't come down and the below can't go up. That decree was severed, was nullified, and now there is a greater fusion between the above and below. So now that the person is already involved in the Aveda, and therefore everything that was created is now seeing the, it's the fulfillment of its purpose through the person's Aveda. And therefore their renewal is now dependent on their main, and, 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 uh, their main purpose, which is the Adam. Before the world was created, they were there as a preparation. And therefore they had to be there first. After the world was created, and after the Adam began his Aveda, now they're not there as a preparation. They're there as part of the Adam, because the Adam is the one who fulfills them and brings them to their purpose. And therefore they can only be renewed together with the Adam. Oh. So what have we learned up until here? What we have learned up until here is that Rosh Hashanah is the renewal of the entire creation, 
of every aspect of creation, because the whole purpose of creation is is that this world should be a dwelling place for Hashem, and it's done by the person, the person, the Adam, the Mata, is the one who creates the Dirabetachtainim, and he utilizes every aspect of creation, the, everything that was created in this world, and all the Eulim Yenim, the higher worlds, are all being utilized in the process of Dirabetachtainim. Hinei. Now, let's carry this over to the Aveda of Rosh Hashanah and to the Mitzvah of Shaifer. Since Rosh Hashanah is the renewal of all the worlds, and in a way that their purpose is emphasized, which is which is to make it we must say that also in the main and primary Mitzvah of Rosh Hashanah, which is, the, which is the mitzvah of the day, is the person's Aveda of the day. And that is what actually causes the renewal of the worlds, which is the mitzvah of Shefer. We have to see in that as well this the expression of this In other words, if the whole of Rosh Hashanah is the ischachos of the Bria in order for Dirabetachtainim, then in the mitzvah of the day, which is Shefer, there must be a, 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 we must see this concept. They, they have to be related. Because Rosh Hashanah is all about Dirabetachtainim, and what is the main mitzvah and Aveda of Rosh Hashanah? Shefer. Va'abir Bazar. So we're going to explain now the connection between the mitzvah of Shefer and the concept and the Aveda of Dirabetachtainim. Omru Chazal, Chazal tell us, mitzvah sayyim b'shefer. So the Gemara says, the mitzvah of the day of Rosh Hashanah is shefer. The Isa Rambam, the Rambam says, Nilchus Tshuva, Afal pi shetkiya shefer b'Rosh Hashanah gzeres akasuf. Even though the mitzvah of shefer is gzeres akasuf, we do it because Hashem said so in the Torah to blow shefer on Rosh Hashanah. Remez yeshbei. Nevertheless, there's a remez. There's a hint in the mitzvah of shefer. Wake up, uh, uh, sleeping people from your sleep. And those who are uh, 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 dreaming, wake up from your dream. Improve your deeds, etc., etc. The shayfar is a wake-up call to wake us up from our slumber and uh, 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 inspire us, awaken us to improve our actions. The fact that he's talking about, about this in, in Hilchas Tshuva, not in Hilchas Shefer or Hilchas Rosh Hashanah, is because he wants to focus on the remez of Tshuva in Shefer. Why is it relevant in Hilchas Tshuva to tell us that the mitzvah of Shefer is Exeris Akasuf? In other words, even if you're going to tell me that Shefer has a reason. Similar to what the Rasad, Rapsad Yagoyin writes, brought down in the Avudraham, the, the, the symbolism, uh, in, in the reasoning for Shefer. One of the things he says, we'll bring it later in the Sikha, is that it reminds us of Matan the Shefer of Matan Teira. It could also have another remez, or not another, it could also have a remez. Like we find in many mitzvahs, where there's a reason why the Abishter gave it, and nevertheless there's a, there's, a, there's a remez in it. So why does the Ramam have to sort of excuse himself and say, even though there's a Kosov, it's still a remez. Why couldn't he just focus straight onto the remez? Why is it necessary for the Ramam to emphasize here the Gzeres Akasov if he's heading in the direction of the remez? It's not like you need the Xeris Akasov in order to understand the Remes. Therefore, you must say, that even this part, that it's Xeris Akasov, is part of the Chidush of the Rambam. That Kiyashefer has two aspects. Xeris Akasov, that it's Xeris Akasov, the Remes Sheboi, and also as a Remes, which is the Veda of Chuva. Both are elements within the mitzvah of Shefer. Now we'll explain what this means. First we'll explain the Gzeres HaKasuf, 
And then we'll explain the, the Remes. Isav Medesh al-Aposuk, Amarti Achachma v'yirecheka mimeni. Shleim HaMelech says, Amarti Achachma, I said I can, I will use my Chachma, I will be wise, v'yirecheka mimeni, but it's still far from me. Shleim HaLehizik v'chachma sayatam d'mitzvah s'parah adumah. Shleim, with all of his Chachma, with all of his wisdom, was not able to grasp the reason of parah adumah. Only Mesha Rabbeinu was told that to you, Mesha, I'm going to reveal the reason of the Paraduma of the mitzvah of the Paraduma. Even though primarily we call Paraduma a a reason, a statute, a reason that's be a mitzvah that's be a concept that's beyond reasoning. It doesn't mean that it is entirely removed from reasoning. That elimination is galatam. Because Mesha did know the reason. Shleimah could not grasp the reason. Which means really there is a reason. It's just such a deep, uh, lofty reason that Shleimah Melech, even Shleimah Melech could not grasp it. V'zui kavana saramam ba'ad gashasei. And that's what the Ramam is trying to tell us when he says that Shefer is Exedus Akasuf. That we're not trying to say that Shefer has a reason. And the reason why it's not being explained to us is because it can't be revealed for some reason. It is by definition it is beyond reason. It has a reason, just it wasn't revealed to us. Shafer is higher than reason, there's no reason. This is what the Ramam is telling us. That Shafer is something that's it's beyond reason, it's Xedas Akasov. There's no reason for it. Even Moshe Rabbeinu wouldn't have known the reason because it doesn't exist. Why is there no reason? Because Tkiya Shefer is such a lofty high level that is beyond any connection to reasoning and to understanding. Well, Pisa Nimtza comes out according to this. That the mitzvah of Tkiya Shefer, which is Exodus Akasuf, it is beyond reasoning. Is so similar to this idea of the Abister wanting a Dirbetachtainim. So Nailamikotam Kanal, which also, as we explained right before, in Ois, Bays, is higher than reason. Avataid is Kinkashanisht. We can't explain the Abyssus title. There's no reason for it. So now we begin to understand the correlation between Shafer and Didibatahtainim, that they are both things that originate in a place that are Lamaila Mayatam, that are beyond reasoning. Not that they have a reason, we just don't know the reason, but the reason doesn't exist, they are beyond reasoning. But just like we said that Didibatahtainim has two aspects. One aspect is what we don't know, which is the reason why. But the other aspect is the, the, what, what has to be done. Also, Shafer has a practical aspect that we do know. That Shafer represents the Avedis Adam, which is dividable into two elements. Wake up, you sleep, sleeping people, is the idea of Surmira. Sleeping means that they're, they, they've lost connection with the world of, of what they should be doing, of being awake in the, in the, in the, in, in, in the world of Avoida. So it's a, it's a concept of Ra. And if you have to wake up from it, Surmira, the Shapur Maseichem, improve your deeds when you're not Saitaif. So Shefer has an aspect of Lamaila Meyatam, Gzedes Akasuv. It also has a Remez Yeshbei, Avedes Adam. Just like the Betachtenim, which the reason of it is Lamaila Meyatam, but the application of it, the Avedes, is we're told what to do. 
includes both together. The fact that it's exerus akasuf, and also the remez the Rambam includes both of these aspects. In Hilchas Shuva, to tell us that Av Shetz and Yonah Shot Kiyah Shefer, who lemaila mitam ubab b'chinus shelemaila mitam giluyim, even though that the Etzem Shefer is above reasoning, and it comes from a level that's beyond reason, beyond giluyim. Giluyim is revelation. Something that has a reason would already be in the category of giluyim, because it's something that the, when the reason is revealed to us, we can relate to it in our level. Shefer comes from above giluyim. It comes from Atzmos, from Etzem. And therefore, it's beyond reason. Because, but how do we get there through the Vedas Adam? So, this is totally consistent with the idea of the concept, the definition of the concept of the Abyssus Taiv is beyond reason. But the reason, the, the dira, the dwelling to which the Eibishter desired above in Imsheches, it comes down, it's drawn down through the Aveda Sa'adam, through the person's Aveda. Now we understand that the mitzvah, the main mitzvah, the primary mitzvah of the day of Rosh Hashanah is Shefer, because it's the Indian of Shefer, the concept and theme of Shefer is mechuvan umasim the kavanasa v'tachlisa shaprias kolayilames is consistent with the purpose and goal of the creation of all of the worlds. Shenisava kadosh baruch which the Eibush had a taiva for a dira b'tachtenim in these in these worlds hamischadeses berashashana which is being renewed in Rashashana. So since all of the worlds are being renewed in Rashashana. And the purpose of the renewal is because the Abyssin wants a Diribitahtainim. And this Diribitahtainim is done through Aveda Sa'adam, through the Aveda of the person. This is exactly the same idea of Shefer, that it originates from a place of Taiva of Xeda Sakasov, and it's accomplished through Aveda Sa'adam. Oh. So now in Ais Gimel, we now understand the connection between Diribitahtainim, which is Rosh Hashanah. And Shafer and Rosh Hashanah, that they both are originate from a very, very high level, a level that's beyond tam, beyond reason, but are both implemented through Aveda Sa'adam, through the Aveda of the person. Now let's apply this to the Kviyas of Yom Tev Rosh Hashanah, Shachali Yisbe Shabbos. Hinei Kashe Yom Tev Shachali Yom Tov Shoshanah falls out on Shabbos, Kikviyah Shanazu, like the Kviyah of this year. Chaser b'yem dira Shoshanah, inyan zesha b'tkiyah Shefer. It is lacking this element within Tkiyah Shefer, she'ishachos ba'adeveh desa'adam, that the hishachos, that the renewal of the worlds is being accomplished through the person. Even though Shabbos itself is accomplishing all of the renewals that are meant to be accomplished by Shefer. And therefore we don't blow Shefer on Rosh Hashanah, as explained in various places in Chassidus. Chassidus brings up the question that's asked by many Mepharshim also, that Shefer is a mitzvah de And the reason why the Gemara says not to blow Shefer on Rosh Hashanah is because you might carry the Shefer to the Chacham to teach you how to blow the Shefer. So the question is, that's just a Maybe someone is going to end up carrying a shafer to go learn how to blow. But shafer is their isa. So how do we, why are we being bevatal on mitzvah esed, their isa, such a shafer and such an important mitzvah because of exerted their abonim? And of course, in Nigla, there's many reasonings, there's many explanations given to it. Chassidus explains that the same thing that shafer accomplishes on Rosh Hashanah, which is to bring down the renewal of the worlds on Rosh Hashanah, is done through Shabbos. Shabbos does the same thing because Shabbos also, on a smaller level, Shabbos is also has a Leah Salemis where the, the Gashmius of the world gets elevated into its Ruchmius. Happens every Shabbos. That's why Shabbos has no Birurim. Shabbos is higher than Birurim because Shabbos there's no Velt, there's no, there's no Gashmius, there's no Elamaz. Because there's a Leah Salemis. 
So and Ashashana Shachali is Bishabis, the his chatro sa'ilumis that comes from the Aliyah Sa'ilumis is happening by itself. We don't need the shafer, so to speak. So even though Shabbos is accomplishing everything that would be accomplished by Shafer, by Shafer, so we don't have to worry about the, the renewal of the world. It's happening. But what is missing on Rosh Hashanah is this primary aspect, that the Yishachah should be triggered and accomplished through the Adam, through the person in this world. Because the renewal of the world is coming through the Kayach of Shabbos, which is holy on its own, without Shafer. So it's the holiness of Shabbos, the pre existing holiness of Shabbos, that accomplishes the renewal of the worlds. And therefore, you don't need Shafer. But because of that, you're lacking Avedis Adam. It's happening by itself. It's automatic. The person plays no role here. And therefore, So when do we experience this idea that the renewal of the worlds is being caused by the person, which is really the whole in Yerashashana? Rashashana. This is emphasized on the second day of Rosh Hashanah. Which even when Rosh Hashanah falls out on Shabbos on the first day, we blow Shafer on the second day. And on the second day, we have the Aveda of the person which draws down all of the Nyan of Rosh Hashanah. So, the advantage of Yem Beis Der Hashanah, the greatness of Yem Beis Der Hashanah is experienced mostly, mostly in a year when Rosh Hashanah is on Shabbos. Because a Yesh Hashanah is on Shabbos, so and there's no Shefer on day one. Yesh there's no Shefer on day one, we're, while we are not lacking the Hishachos, because that happens, we are lacking Aveda Sa'adam, that the person's Aveda should accomplish the Hishachos. And that happens Eshet on Yem Beis on the second day of Rosh Hashanah. The Oizais, more so. Even though we're not, in other words, we can't say that, that there's a lack in the Hishachos. Because then how, how do the worlds exist? If the, world, the worlds go back up on the, on the evening of Rosh Hashanah, then we need on day one the worlds to be renewed, otherwise the worlds can't exist. So everything, so Shabbos has to replicate everything that Shafer can do. The ear, our physical ear, does not hear the actual shefer. And therefore it doesn't have that awakening, that, that feeling of, of his eridus, of inspiration, of arousal that you have when you hear that sound of the shefer on Yemal And that first, when you hear the shefer, you actually hear the sound of the shefer. There's, there's a, a feeling, a physical, a feeling on the person's goof, an awakening, an inspiration that you don't have. Mashenkin be embased, shetekin be shefer mamish. No, there's not only a ruchniistic thing that the Avedis Adam is accomplishing uh, something, a yem base that wasn't done a yem aleph. Even physically speaking, on Rosh Hashanah, you're lacking that, that physical sound of the, of the shefer. And on his yem base, kishetekin be shefer mamish, when you actually blow the shefer, harekele nishnabaznav agashmi shalei, he hears it with his physical ears. Vagam la azulis, also someone else can hear it. Even the nations of the world can hear the sound of shefer. And it actually has a physical effect on him. To remember the coronation of the Abishter, the king of the world. Which this is hinted in Tkir Shefer. As the Rapsadi Goyen explains, Al Pasik, that the, that, that the Pasuk says in Tilim that with trumpets and the sound of Shefer you blow before Hamelach Hashem. So he says that Shefer is the idea of Shefer is the coronation of the Abishter. Lefnei Hamelach Hashem. The least Kedah Shefer Tmatantera. The Rasag Rapsadigon also says that the Shefer and Rosh Hashanah reminds us of the Shefer of Matantera. Hashayach Litki Shefer to Rosh Hashanah, which the, 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 the Shefer of Matantera is connected to Rosh Hashanah. 
So when you blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah, it reminds us of the shofar that was blown by by, by Matan Torah. All this happens before Pesukah Shefres. In other words, in Exodus it explains that on Yom Aleph to Rosh Hashanah, when, when, when it's Shabbos, even though you don't actually blow the Shefer, but at least you say Pesukah Shefres, which gives you some shaykh, some connection to Shefer. The closest you can get to Shefer on Rosh Hashanah, which is Shabbos, is Pesukah Shefres. And Yom Beit in Rosh Hashanah, even before you get to Pesukah Shefres, you already hear the Shefer, you hear it with your own ears, it awakens you, it affects your, your goof, to remember the Abishter as a king, to remember Matan Teira, it has an actual impact on your physical person. That can only happen on Yim Beisdara in this type of Kfiyas. So, what can be done Yim Aleph Dara Sashana, could just happen on Yim Beisdara Sashana. Ubazehu is hey, Ubazehu ha'iloi. And that is the advantage, the greatness of this kvias. Because in this kvias, it emphasizes and underscores the importance of the person's even more than if Rosh Hashanah would fall out on any other day of the week. First of all, simply. In other years, when Hashanah falls out on any other day, not Shabbos, the Yishachas comes through, the renewal of the world comes, is, is accomplished through blowing Shefer. To the Avedis Adam. But when Yom Tov falls on Shabbos, this renewal is being accomplished without his Aveda. So by the time you get to day two of Rosh Hashanah, really the Yitzchak Shuseh was already done. Nevertheless, we tell the person, Even though on day one of Rosh Hashanah, the world was renewed and in a complete sense. Because it was accomplished through Shabbos, which is already sanctified. It already, there's a pre-existing holiness in Shabbos that accomplished this renewal of the world on day one. Nevertheless, even after everything that was accomplished through Shabbos. We tell the person, we need you to do the Aveda as well. And on second day, you have to blow Shefer. We need you. On other days, we don't see it so much because since no one else can do it, Shabbos can't do it, so the person does it. That's just how it's done. But on a year, when Yom Tiv is on Shabbos, when Rosh Hashanah is on Shabbos, when the person, when the Aveda is being done without him, and yet we tell him, we need you to do it, we need your Aveda. This tells us how important of a role that the, the Adam Lamata plays. And this is the lesson to every single Yid. And underscored and emphasized specifically in this Kfiyas. Excuse me. When we say that we demand Aveda, person's Aveda, it's not just in a case where something is lacking, something needs to be rectified. And through his Aveda, he rectifies it and perfects it. Even when this thing was already rectified and completed by the Tzadikim. And even when it's done by the Abishter, who's the Tzadik of the world, the Abishter still needs the Aveda, the work of the person below. So much so that without the person's Aveda, the completion is not a true completion. There's so much so that even Ganeidin Shalayita Avayelikim Gan Beidin Mikedem that the Abister himself planted a garden in Eden. It was made by Hashem. It's, it's godly made. What more can you need? Nevertheless, you need the person to work it and to watch over it. Basically, you need the Aveda Sa'adam. And like it says, in the, in the, it brings in the Ara from the Hamshech, that through the Aveda of the Avda Shamra, your Mamshech, a new air, from Eirin Seif and from the highest levels of Eirin Seif, into the Mata, into this godly made garden. I, the Abister, made it. Nevertheless, the Abister made it in a way that it needs Aveda Samat. So, lesson number one, Al Piyapshat, is pushed very simple that 
what we see is that as much as was accomplished the first day, nevertheless, there's something lacking which only the person could accomplish. And therefore, we, this teaches us how important it is that we this matter. Gamma pi pnimi yisrainian. Also, according to the to 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 chsidus, the pnimi yisrainianim, that on day the both yim aleph and yim beis, both days of Rosh Hashanah is aliyah sa'elimus. Just on day one it's be 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 and on day one it's bechitzenis, and day one it's more felt the the lack of worldliness, and on day two it begins to the world begins to feel itself, but yet still recognize this dependence on a locus. Also in this idea, basically the, the impact of a locus on the world, also we're going to see a, 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 an advantage of Yom Tev of Yom Beis Shir Hashanah. Bekvist Yom Tev Shir Hashanah Shachali Yis Peshabbos Mudgeshes Yisach Shivas Vedis Adam will also see how on day two, we're, when Hashanah falls on Shabbos on day one, we see the importance of the Vedis Adam. On day one, when it's being accomplished through Shabbos, which is, uh, has a pre-existing holiness, you don't see its impact on this world. Because you don't see Shafer in this world. You don't see the, you don't, we don't make a bracha on Shafer. We don't say Shechiyonu on Shafer. Because the impact of Shafer on this world is not being seen. On the, but on the second day of Yantif, the person blows Shefer, he's drawing down by making the bracha. He says that means to connect, that we're connecting the Abish there with this world. You don't even need a new Beged. In other words, in it says that where on a regular year, since we make Shechiyano on day one on Shefer, it's questionable if you can make Shechianu again on Shefer, because you already made Shechianu on, on the day, on day one, and therefore you should put on a Beged Chadash, a new Beged, and have in mind when you say Shechianu that it's going on the Beged Chadash. But if, if you didn't blow Shefer the first day, so you could say Shechianu on the Shefer, and you don't need a Beged Chadash to, to say Shechianu. You're saying the Pashtus. Shechianu v'kimanu 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 that you're bringing, that we've a special moment happens when on day two on day one we didn't have this moment because the 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 the, the uftu of shefer wasn't felt in this world but on day two when we blow shefer we feel the specialty of the moment and we can make a shechianu so also that it's all about the impact on this world we feel it more in this year because of the contrast that on day one we didn't make the bracha on shefer because we didn't feel shefer and on day two we do make the bracha because we do um, we, because we do uh, experience the uftu of shefer dafka on day two when you can make a shechiyano dafka on day two and this is the uftu of uh, of yom tov shachanuch tzacholis b'shabbos that the specialty of yom beis that that um, the avedas hamata the avedas adam is emphasized and underscored and it shows us how important our involvement is in what's being done on Rosh Hashanah, which is ultimately renewing the worlds for the purpose of Dida B'tachtainim.